Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this drone out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or TuneIn. Type in the search, the Big Brother Jake Podcast, and boom, you're in there. So, the infamous COVID-19 a.k.a. the coronavirus, has really affected us all. Whether you have it or not, it's affected you. If you have it, you're quarantined, you're taking the proper precautions, you're getting the medicine, you're not feeling great. Of course, it's affecting your life. But if you don't have any of those things, COVID-19 is still affecting your life. I mean, as we speak right now, a lot of us are working from home, except for the people on the front lines, first responders, nurses, doctors, shout out to y'all. Nothing but love for y'all. Y'all taking this on full force, head on, and I can't, from the bottom of my heart, thank y'all enough for that. So, for those that aren't on the front line, a lot of you are staying home from work, or working from home. So you're stuck listening to this podcast. So I'm going to try and entertain the masses here. The best to my ability. Yes. Another, oh man, coronavirus talk. Yeah. But I have a different spin on it. Um, I'll start with the negatives first. Um, as we look at it, we can't go anywhere. You're meant to stay home. That's what this whole thing's about with this uh, quarantine. We're meant to stay home. Doesn't mean we should go out to the movies and hang out and laugh and joke and giggle and make it a vacation. We got to listen. We got to do our part to keep things, you know, normal. Now, I get it. My last episode, I kind of downplayed a lot. Ah, oh, come on, man. You know, this is worse. And then this year we had Ebola. And, yeah, I know. And a lot of it was joking around. But a lot of it, too, was... I don't really want to worry or have to explain to my kids why we're, you know, in the situation we are. But it's the world we live in now. And it's crazy. It's crazy out there. Bankruptcy will do more damage than the actual virus. A lot of businesses, mom and pop shops, people that depend on work. For certain, you know, there are certain trades and crafts and whatever. They're affected by it. 100% affected by it. And the economical repercussions of this virus is going to do way more harm than the virus itself. Actual factual. I mean, think about it. You can't go to Disneyland. They'll be okay. Disney prints money. They'll be fine. But people that work in sporting events... Like myself, we're affected by it. No more sports. Uh, you can't go to the bars in Los Angeles now. You can't go to the gym. 
Your favorite restaurant, you can still eat from that restaurant, but you can't eat at the restaurant. It's ridiculous. And I'm not saying ridiculous is, I can't believe we, you know, it's hit that hard. We got to nip this in the butt in scary times. You know, you know what's bad when Miami Beach is like, no spring break this year, sorry. No March Madness. NBA is being pushed back. Hockey may just suspend the season for the rest of the year. As we're recording this, that may change. And then, on top of all of it, you can't even go to the store and pick up quick items unless you want to spend some time at the store. Like, you really got to plan out your day. And so I did. I did uh, take part of this festivity. And I went to the store. I called my boy, and I'm like, yo, Josh, what's good? He's like, what's good? I said, man, how you guys handling this in your neck of the woods? And he stays in Florida. He said, dude, I had two packs of toilet paper in my cart. And somebody came and took them out, and I wasn't allowed to get more because they saw me and they thought I was lying. It's that bad out there, man. It's that bad out there. And the way I see this, we see a lot of negative. You know, people getting in fights and people, you know, just doing the most. Buying in excess. They don't need all that stuff. But when I went to my local grocery store, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, it's Vaughn's. I get there, and the line, right when you get in the door, go to your right, the line for the checkout begins to the right in the produce and goes all the way around the store. So I'm like, all right, I guess I better start buying, like zigzagging through (laughs) and get what I need to get and prepare to stay in this two-hour line, so I thought. But I get what I need to get, and... A lot of it was uh, antibacterial soap and baby wipes. Now, baby wipes, bidets, things of that nature, think about it. Be open-minded about it. I prefer wipes, but, you know, you need toilet paper. And I was only allowed to purchase one at Target, one hand sanitizer, one wipe. All right. But then I go to Vons, toilet paper's already gone by the time I get there. But everything else is... There, and you can only buy any item, any item, in bulk of five. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I get it. I'm going to make the best of the situation. So as I prepare to be upset and stand in this long line, what I thought was going to be, oh, man, damn. Stand in this line, people are going to be all pissed off. It's going to be crazy. I experienced something I never thought I would. It reminded me a lot, and I hate to compare it, to um, 9-11. Not only were people in line not upset or mad or cranky, people were actually talking to each other and being positive and, you know, start to get to know each other. It was a time where I saw rich people Poor people, 
people of different colors, backgrounds, economic backgrounds, political stances, were actually talking. And it was really cool to see. So I actually saw a young lady and a young man. They were buying items both for their grandparents. One was for their grandparents and the other one was uh, for his mom. And they're talking and they, um, they just met each other. They're exchanging phone numbers and Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram name? <laughs> so like they're hooking up in this what ended up being a 45-minute wait. You see people doing that. Seeing people talking, you know, showing pictures of their grandkids to each other and kids and friends and, you know, people share a common interest. And it was really nice to see in, in times like this. The guy in front of me was a Caucasian male with a MAGA hat. And somebody I would not hang out with on a regular, let's just say that. But we look at each other and we're like, this is ridiculous, this damn line. And he's like, yeah, I, I agree. You know, these snowflakes and this and that. And he was just going off already, you know, I guess to let me know where he stood. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I get it, man. I get it. I said, but I'm in the mil- I was in the military. I'm used to waiting in long lines for nothing. And, you know, and he's like, oh, you served? Yeah, I served too. Oh, okay. He was in the Army. He was stationed down in uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And uh, he was a Vietnam vet. And, you know, he, he had a lot of similar stories to my father, rest in peace. And then, you know, I kind of shared my background, Navy, this and that. And then we got into Army, Navy, disses to each other. And uh, it ended up being a really good conversation. I got to meet Hal. That's his name. And Hal owns his own auto mechanic business. He does well in the area I live in. And he owns a vacation home in Hawaii. And his wife was at the vacation home in Hawaii. And so he was stuck uh, having to fend for himself to eat. He's like, I don't cook, don't know how to cook, but I know how to use a microwave and I'm just going to buy all these TV dinners and I'm buy all these pizzas. And I'm like, congratulations, Hal. <laughs> and I said... Good on you, man. And he's like, you know, you want to do something crazy? And I'm like, what the hell is this dude talking about? (laughs) I said, you know what? At this point, I don't mind, man. I mean, I'm in line. What the hell? He's like, you can see all these people. They're just pouring Purell on each other. And, you know, they're really worried about human contact. Like, And I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, I don't want to be scared. And I want to. Show people that I'm not scared. You down to do a social experiment with me? I'm like, okay, man. Tell me first. (laughs) He's like, why don't we shake hands and make a scene? Like, all right, buddy, good on you. Let's shake hands. I said, I'll 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 do you one better. Why don't we hug? He's like, yes. I said, but hey, look, let's just put some pure on just in case. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. And uh, so we do that. And he's like, you ready? I'm like, yeah. I was like, man, it's really good to talk to you, man. I'm glad I met a friend. And he's like, yes, put her there, pal, you know, because he's older. And that's how they talk. 
and uh, slap hands, hugged, and everybody's like, <gasps> and he said, see, that's the problem, guys. That's the problem. Human contact. We're scared. Let's stop living in fear. And he gave this nice, long, impassionate speech about, you know, let's be human again. Let's talk. Let's, you know, let's, let's purell it up. Let's wash your hands, but let's be human again. Let's talk to one another. Let's not be about political. And he takes off his hat, kind of throws it in the grocery cart. He's like, I know people, what you guys are thinking with me wearing that hat. You know, and I have my views. You guys have your views. And so people just started talking to this guy and gravitating to him. They were really freaked out that we shook hands, but nobody knows. <laughs> we used sanitizer first. And uh, very nice man. And... Uh, Actually, it was like, if you're in the area and you need, you know, a hookup with the car or whatever, I was like, yeah. And then I saw his prices when I got home. I'm like, no. <laughs> but COVID-19, a.k.a. Coronavirus, my government name, was, you know, it, 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 to what I've experienced, it, it's brought out the best in people. When you go, any, I went to like four different stores. Four different lines. Honestly, did it for the sake of the show. And in every experience, I noticed a lot of people were getting along with one another, talking. Like I said, I saw a guy and a girl actually get each other's phone number and their Instagram handles, names. And <laughs> I, I hope that that set it off, you know, they I would get married like, like on the nineteenth of any month if, I, if if it got to that point. Excuse me, but no, that sniffle doesn't mean anything, so don't freak out. With bars closing and restaurants closing and sporting events closing and people the like, you know, everything shutting down. There's one thing I think people of all backgrounds realize. And it's simply this. This is the one time where money doesn't mean shit when you can't buy anything. So you can't buy your way into you know supplies. And if you're poor, you can't talk your way into a pity party to get supplies. We're all equalized at this point when we're standing in line at the, at the grocery store, supermarket, whatever you want to call it. Mom and pop shops are really hit hard. So if you're if you have to go out and you need to handle business, hit up the mom and pop stop shops too. It's crazy. If you can't get toilet paper, think about wipes. If it's really bad, like <laughs> if you're like me, the one thing I do hoard ever in life is fast food napkins. <laughs> fast food restaurant napkins. They're always in my car. They're always in the middle console. Hey. <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Grab some of those from the restaurant and if you can and go to town, man. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I love the fact that athletes and sports teams are donating, but it's affected livelihoods. Um, I know for a fact the Staples Center, there's a few people I know. I will not name names. But they live in a car and go to work have 24-hour fitness uh, memberships and shower there 
before they go to work, sleep in their car when they get off work, and try to work odd jobs. It's those things that, um, those stories that hit me hard. I mean, yeah, I'm affected. Sports makes up about 50% of my income, but I'm still blessed. I'm still fortunate that I'm able to take care of my family and myself, and I'm not in any great need at this time. So, yeah, we're all affected. But I think other than me posting a hell of a lot more because I'm home, (laughs) I think it's a great time to sit back and reflect on this whole situation and don't go out and make it a vacation if if you can try. I know you want normalcy in your life, and, and I'm not telling you what to do, but if we need to fall back and let this thing take its course, let's just, let's just do it. You know, no need to buy in bulk. No need to hoard. Get what you need, what you need, and let the next man do it. Some grocery stores are actually opening the first two hours. They're dedicating to senior citizens, so they're not stuck not getting any food or supplies, and, and, and I applaud them. Like in L.A., I'll give them a shout-out. La Puente is a Northgate market. And I know like in Australia, the Woolworth, they actually have Woolworths in Australia. <laughs> Go figure. Um, they're doing the same thing. And other stores are following suit. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Let the seniors get their stuff first. They don't have to be trampled and have people steal toilet paper out their damn basket. But, yeah, you stay home. You have children. Talk to them. Explain what's going on. Because mine were a little scared when I talked to them and they were a little confused. And I got their point of view of everything that was going on and how they feel about it. And it was a beautiful thing to listen to them and, and hear what they had to say. It was really nice. You know, don't, it gave me a viewpoint I didn't have. And they're... In a good place, my children. They understand. It kind of sucks they can't do certain things like, Dad, can we go to the mall? Man, they're shutting down malls. Like, there's really nothing that's going to be open. So we got to sit here and do our thing. So I started planning a vacation with them for the summer. And talking about, you know, why we're home and why we're this and that. And... My middle's like, yeah, well, I'm going to miss my friends. And Otis is glad she doesn't have to go to school. But that's normal. But that'll change when you're stuck here for all this time. And then they realize dad's going to put them to work. (laughs) Clean your room. Do your laundry. Do your homework that was assigned to you online. You're not getting a free vacation right now. As crazy as this is, and Lord knows, I love going to my favorite restaurants and socializing. I like to go out a lot. I frequent many restaurants. I frequent bars. My local liquor store across the street has all the drinks I need. So if I want something and I can't go to a bar, I go across the street. I mean, I'm not in dire need. I'm a social drinker, so I'm not like, oh, my God, I need my beer, I need my liquor. No, I'm good. I'll be right. For those that... I know I'm all over the place because I'm kind of just thinking out loud too. 
I wanted to do that with this episode because, you know, I'm affected. We're all affected by this. And I, I'm just everywhere. If you can't find water at the store, get one of those containers with the little spigot on it. You know, you pull it. The ones that go in your fridge. And at my local liquor store, they have a water filter machine. A little water machine with a filter in it. And I fill it up there every, you know, day or two. 35 cents a gallon. No water scares. No shortage. I don't need bottled water all the time. But I'll take that and I'll bring empty bottles and fill them up. That's an alternative. You know, it's just, it's crazy, y'all. But instead of evoking fear, invoking fear in people, and being scared, being worried, let's just do what we're supposed to do and challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to do something you don't normally do. I don't read. Like, I haven't read a book since I graduated college a couple years ago. I want to read a book. I'm going to start reading. Because eventually I'd like to be a multimillionaire and own businesses. And It's not too late even though I'm 43, going to be 44 next month. But I'm going to challenge myself. Yeah, the gym is closed. I can go for a walk. Some, some hiking spots are still open for now. But challenge yourself. You work out at home if you don't have a gym. You know, have a little routine. We we all have access to the internet still, and be online. You can download a a workout video and watch it and do it from home. But let's not live in fear. Keep be be. How do I say this? It's easy to be scared and it's easy to fall into the traps of the media and what they show on TV. But what I got, I didn't see people fighting. I saw people, re, you know, interacting and talking and laughing and smiling. And that gave me a good sense of hope that we're in a good place still and we're going to be all right. We just got to wait it out. To those affected by this, for your livelihood, I know it's hard. We'll get through this. Let's make happiness contagious. Let's make joy contagious as opposed to fear and being scared. I know I kind of mocked it on my last episode. Wash your hands, wash your ass, which is true. But take it serious. I mean, at least in America, we're good. If you go to Italy, they're on straight lockdown. Can't even leave the house. You got famous opera singers singing from their balconies because they can't even leave. So we don't have it that bad. And yes, you can go for a drive. You can do those things here still. But challenge yourself. Don't let the virus get you like that. I'm going to be here to entertain. And I want to do whatever I can to put smiles on people's faces. I'm not going to let this win. I'm going to do what I need to do on my part to make sure I don't spread or contract any of that stuff. 
but not everyone's that fortunate. So again, be smart. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Build up your immune system. Trust me. You go to a store and you look in the vitamin aisle, in the uh, medicine aisle, plenty, plenty of supplies to prevent getting sick. So do that. Do your part. So I'm going to get deep again in this next segment. I talked to the homie P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. And we kind of go over some of the stuff that, you know, I've talked about here. We recorded it earlier. And he has a very interesting take on everything. He, he He's a little more serious about it. I'm a little more playful. But both of us agree on a lot of the same things. So, my man Peter, a.k.a. Paul Wilson, coming up right now. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. All right, like I said earlier on the Big Brother Jake Podcast, I was going to bring somebody in that can bring calm to the situation, that gives me confidence that everything's going to be okay. But unfortunately, that person's not available, so we hooked up with Peter. <laughs> I was like, what kind of fucking intro is this? This is not me. What up, P? How you doing, bro? What's going on, bro? What's going on, baby? Well, you know, man. You know, I'm just quarantined like everybody else right now. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You know, martial law about to take effect, man. I don't know what the hell's oh going my, on. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. I want to get in a car. Here's the thing. You know, because the NBA, as you know, that's I work with the NBA and the NHL. Um, I was hoping, you know, get away from everything. Since things are bad, I got some time off. I go on TV. Oh, I want to see what game's on. Duh, ain't no games on. So I'm like, you know what? I want to. Oh, there's ask- games on, but they're from 1987. <laughs> See, I watched those because it's Showtime. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's. You know what's funny to me? It's like I would watch those. Like if the league was going right now and they right. put that on, yeah, I would watch it. Of course, I would watch it because I'd be like, oh man, I yeah, this is a shit. <laughs> but seeing them put it on in replacement of, yeah, you know, and try to do. I was, I don't know what it was. I swear to God, I. <laughs> It sounded. It was the game playing. It was mm-hmm. a Miami game. Right. That Dwayne Wade was playing, and I swear to God, the guys at ESPN were were commentating it. Oh. They were doing the voiceover of the play by play. No. I I didn't stop and watch it very long. I just stopped and paused on it and heard the comment, and I was like, the voice right now sounds current. Wow. That's a current dude. Wow. But that game is freaking from ninety, <laughs> you know, from two thousand or something. <laughs> it, I was like, this is where we're at, and I just turned it. I just, I, I couldn't even bear to watch that because wow. I was like, this is getting really bad now. <laughs> See, and that's the, and that's the thing. So we can't watch sports, right? And so you and I are both. Yeah, I'm just gonna act like we, we got it. You know, we're balling. So you and I, we, you know, we got Disney passes. So I'm, I'll take the girls to Disney. No. Uh, yeah, we had a we had a whole plan for the whole, 17th. Whole plan didn't happen, right? Didn't happen. So I'm like, okay, well, guess what? I'm gonna do something that I pay for every month, but don't freaking follow through with. I'm gonna go to the gym. Oh wait, Los Angeles County has a, you know, like a, a law now saying we can't go to the gym. So then I want to, like, drink, go hang out. Oh, wait, can't go to the bars? Like, this is ridiculous, man. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But the sports thing is what's killing me. 
Like, because I could escape. I, like you. We could escape, watch game, be into it. But nah, ain't happening. Ain't happening. I mean, so how's your day-to-day life affected by this, P? Listen, I'm not the most busiest person in the world. You know, I work. I take the kid to jiu-jitsu. You right. know, we come home. And, and that's kind of our day, I would say, on, on a good, you know, pretty much on a regular basis. You know, every once in a while. Slow down, buddy. Woo, up. slow down. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like, nah, you're not. I'm not you're that chill. parent, not that no. real. I'm really kicked out, really laid back. Yes. And stuff. So I'm not, this doesn't like fully affect me. What affects me is just when I want to just go to the store real quick because we just need maybe some eggs. Right. I have to now stand in a line of 45 minutes to an hour. Of just complete bullshit. Yeah. And and it's (laughs) I mean, you know, who do you really blame? I mean, there's there's so many fingers to point. Of course. In my personal opinion at this time, that it's like, who do you blame? But you know, it's it's scary to think that when something really bad does happen, yeah, no one is gonna stand a chance. Wait today. Because because if if something like this, okay, which uh-huh. is just the flu on some steroids right now. Right. I mean, that's how I view it. Sure. Um, if this is going to cause this type of hysteria, this type of panic, mm-hmm. you know, to wipe out shelves and, and put people who are in dire need of it. Like that. the other day, you know, I mean, again, I don't watch the news very much. Right, right. Uh, you know, a lot of my info is is you know, from Facebook or someone mentioned something and I research it mm-hmm. or something like that. And, but I'm, I'm not sitting here watching the news cause I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. But, right. um, but I saw uh, somebody post that they, they went to the store and all the feminine products, like all the, you know, products for women were yeah. gone. See, and I'm just, and I'm just like, see, now you're, <laughs> it's white <laughs> toilet paper is one thing, dude. Yeah. Sanitizer is one thing. But when you start getting into stuff like, you know, feminine products, which every woman needs. Right. You know what I mean? Not just fucking one or two women. <laughs> Shit, it's like every right. woman needs it. Exactly. And everything. You know what I mean? Yes. It just, it becomes more, that becomes bigger, a bigger issue to me than the fucking, the virus. Exactly. That's, you know what I mean? I, I agree with you 100%. Now, you know, there's this going on and people are getting sick. I witnessed this personally, and this has been said all over the internet you can go and look at the toilet paper aisle it's clean nothing there but if yeah, you go yeah. one aisle over to the vitamins and the oh, cough yeah. medicine and, and all the things that can heal you how, from about, this, how about the condoms the condom we need man you know what let me tell you something about that <laughs> these people need to stop I'm reproducing nobody cares about oh, AIDS but man let's, no, let's no, worry about no. a hyper flu <laughs> I, I ain't trying to get that. I ain't trying to get that diarrhea and fever, bro. <laughs> but I'll go ahead and risk getting HIV. Let's go ahead. And... That's uh, incredible. I, I'll risk it all for a piece of ass. But I'll be damned yeah. if I don't have no toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, uh, and... I don't mean to listen. Listen for anybody that's listening right, right now. Right, right, right. We're not. We're, we're not, really not trying to joke not. about the people no, who have who have lost their lives to this. It's not funny. But, yeah, of course. But you know what I mean. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking about. From and I'm taking this from the horse's mouth. Right, right. We're talking about something that is obviously focusing on a very uh, controlled group of individuals. Okay, right. Have there been deaths in like 
you know, uh, a 20 or 30 or 40 year old? Yes, there have. Of course. But there haven't been mass deaths in those areas. Right. We haven't seen any deaths in toddlers or kids. You know, I was just talking about this with a, <laughs> with a friend the other day. I was, and uh, actually, the guy that trims my beard, a shout out to Flawless. There you go. And, another uh, plug. Flawless <laughs> need to put some money into the podcast. What the hell, Paul? But, um, no, I'm just but it, was a, it was a great conversation. It was, it was not the individual I thought that was going to come with you know a lot of thought right. into uh-huh. this and stuff mm-hmm. but where we connected was like on a movie tone and i'm sure other people have thought about this but world war z came to mind to both of us mm-hmm. and it's really weird because that movie was based around the uh pathogen or the virus attacking um a healthy host and leaving people who were sick or had underlying conditions alone right okay right this is like the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. This is leaving. You know what I mean? I'm serious. No, if I believe you, it. Yes. When you listen to it, there it's not attacking a very healthy young group of individuals. Right. It's attacking the elderly and people who have major underlining chronic illnesses. Like asthma okay? and stuff like that. Heart yeah, conditions. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of shit. Lung disease. All kinds of shit. Cancer. Everything. So, and, and like I said, elderly. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's very odd and you know, in that sense, but I think that's also, that should also be a very big sign to not, or I think to not only our scientific community, but also just the fucking human race. You exactly. know what I mean? That, that, you know, if you have an underlying condition or something, then yes, you should definitely be taking the precautions. Right. And those around you should definitely be cautious in their attempts. But mm-hmm. I have a hard time just stopping everything. Yes. I agree. Me personally, okay, because as we see, and I'll take you for instance, mm-hmm. this is a now affecting people's livelihood. Absolutely. And you can fucking you can fucking print all the shit that you want about government is going to come in and help, and they're going to give aid, shit mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. But if this goes on as long as it as it possibly could, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's not going to be enough. No. And it's going to be a it's let's be honest it's going to be a fraction of what everybody needs to survive. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean so it, so many people are I affected. can't speak for I can't speak what you're going through but I know you're being affected by it big time. Oh, absolutely. And, you know what I mean? And it's it's just not uh I, I don't know. I I I'm just having a hard time wrapping my mind around it in every aspect. It's like this is not the bubonic plague, you know, exactly. not every person who is coming in contact with it is catching it. And that is evidence is, and we'll go into the sports evidence is sports right now. Right. Okay. Right. If, if Rudy Gobert and, and Donovan Mitchell were so damn fucking, you know, uh, contagious, then every fucking team that they have played, you know, in the short span, every single one of those people would be infected and everybody around them would be infected. Exactly. And, and they're in close contact. They shower together. They sweat together. The whole Raptor fucking team came back negative. Right. That was the last team to play them. Right. And here's the thing. So, there, there was a third player that was uh, infected that plays on Detroit. Yeah, I forget Chris, his name. Christian Wer- yes. Woods, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, but, I mean, that's random. It's random. It can happen. You have a pool. Was it 450 players? You're going to have at least. Ten percent. Yeah, maybe. but it's also that's also a positive thing. Right. I look at that as a positive thing. That's right. positive. I, I'm glad that we have something that people can actually not catch. Or if you are catching it, your symptoms or or whatever are so minimal. Right. Or your body is so strong that it's able to to keep your your symptoms at a at a at a low. Right. You know what I mean. Absolutely. So I mean, and we can get into a lot of other stuff, and I'm sure we will. But 
yeah, um, you know, as of right now, this is what I look at. These are the things that I look at. It's like you're all you hear is this is how many people got affected and this is how many people died. Yeah, but how many people have recovered? Like China. And how many people are how many people are doing great and doing fine? Right. Like in you China, a I mean? hundred thousand people were infected and seventy thousand people are cured. Yeah, so gotten and, over and, it. Right. And the other thirty thousand are still working on it. So I mean there's right. a few deaths in between, obviously. Yeah. But but yeah, so China's over the worst part. Yeah, exactly. I mean, isn't that life? Isn't that mother nature? Isn't that right. everything that we that the human race has experienced throughout life? Like this is to me, this is sometimes the world repositioning itself. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, yeah. Like I hate to say it like this, but you know, like we like our bodies do, we sometimes gotta get rid of the bad. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The sick, the unhealthy in our bodies and shit and, and get yourself centered. Right. Or whatever. And and this is this happens all the fucking time. Right. You know what I mean? This is not the first time. And you listed it the last time on your show. <laughs> SARS, bird flu, fucking, we've gone through it all, people. All of it. All I mean, of it. I mean, and we got stuff to come, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? And yes, it probably, will get, it probably will get worse. I'm not going to lie. The things that are going to come We're up later in life. We're stages probably, right now. So. Yeah. So, but I'm never, it's never about that. That is, right. that is just, to me, that's just life. That's mother nature going through the process. It's how we handle it. And right. right now, we're not doing a good I job. I think, I think, yeah, I think from from top to bottom. I'm not lying. From top to bottom, I don't care if you're not the one that didn't go buy the toilet paper or anything like that. You you're still part of the problem in some way, shape, or form. From top to bottom, we haven't handled this very good at all. Straight up, at all. And, and straight I, up, I agree with you 100. percent You know, as part of my research, I mean, I didn't need to go to the store the other day, but I mentioned in the first segment, I decided I was going to go anyway, and. I will say something. I thought it would be pandemonium because that's what the news is showing. And, and, you know, I work in the media, have worked in the media for a long time. If mm-hmm. it bleeds, it leads. That's what you do. You, you find the two idiots slap boxing <coughs> over some toilet paper. But I stood in line at Vaughn's. I'll give them a plug. Okay, Vaughn's. And the, <laughs> shouldn't they all? They got money right now. They should be paying a brother. Anyway, Dude, grocery stores are making bank. Making bank, yo. So any grocery store want to advertise a Big Brother Jake podcast? I know you got money. Hit a brother up right now. <laughs> but I'm in the grocery store, and I thought people were just gonna be mean and honry. No, everyone got in line. Everyone was nice to each other. I- People were like, hey, can you watch my stuff while I shop? Same for me. Yeah. Yeah, same for me at Stater Brothers. Right. Yeah, see, plug, <laughs> Staters, hook, yeah. hook it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I, I saw I saw a, a young guy and a young girl exchange phone numbers and hook up a dinner date, which was dope. Shut the fuck up. I'm not, I, I bullshit you not, bro. <laughs> I bullshit you not. I even asked if they come on the podcast and they declined. But <laughs> but this, this really good looking Latina and this white boy, right? They were talking, they were in line behind each other. You know me, I'm going to interject some jokes and stuff, you know. And, oh, my God. And, of dude. course, they weren't trying to fill me. See, only the weird stuff happens to me, and then no one believes me. It sucks. But anyways, so, like, they're, they're in line, and they exchange numbers, and then, you know, it's, it's the millennial thing to do. Hey, what's your Instagram uh, name? Uh, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. So then they're doing that, and I'm, like, kind of listening because, like, oh, she's fly. But, like, <laughs> but, of course, I'm too old. Yeah, so... You know, there's this veteran dude in front of me has the MAGA hat on, you know, conservative. Here I am, a liberal. And, you know, he, he kind of looks at me funny. I have a hoodie on. You know, I'm kind of playing the part of washed up West Coast rapper. And he's definitely playing the part of, like, you know, affluent, rich Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, man. This Let's guy's be honest. Were you both playing? 
Was that? <laughs> I said, let's be honest. Were you both playing? <laughs> I was thug number three in the movie. <laughs> so anyways, fool. So, you know, we get to talking and stuff. And he's like, man, this is so stupid. You know, I can't believe that we're standing in line for 45 minutes over some fucking flu. And I'm like, you know what, man? I, I, I hear you, man. This is stupid. You know, canceling everything. Mass hysteria. And I, I'm not down with this either, you know. And he's like, you seem like a nice guy. Sounds like you served. You served the country. I was like, yeah, I was in the Navy. So I'm an Army man. So I already knew he was not as bright as me. But whatever. So Navy guys are smart. So anyway. <laughs> but no, he owned his own business and has a house in Hawaii. I don't own any businesses, and I've only been to Hawaii. So there's a huge difference between us. So. I was like, man, yeah, everybody's scared to touch each other. Everybody's scared to do things. And people just, you know, just run around acting a fool. And he's like, I have an idea. And he's like, I'm like, I'm down. He's like, we should shake hands and freak everybody out. And I was like, I got a better idea. Shake hands and then hug. And he's like, ha, sounds good. So I was like, well, here's some Purell, bro. I don't, you know. <laughs> so we do it on a sneak. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, I want to freak people out. And I want to show people I ain't scared, but I never met this guy, so whatever. You know, so I was like, you know what, man? I think his name is Hal. Of course it was Hal. You know, he's like 65, you know, a MAGA hat, just doing his thing. But he's a nice guy. And we shake hands. We're like, all right, all right, my man, and hug. And everybody's like, oh, my God, what are you guys doing? And like, not being scared. He's like, I'm not going to let no goddamn stupid Freaking flu scare me off. I'm not gonna be scared. I'm not gonna be scared. And everybody else should be happy and love one another. And this is stupid. This is dumb. And I'm like, you know what? He's right, man. I said we should all revolt right now. And they're like, no, we should not. But we should be in a good mood and happy and have a good time. And so yeah, so like I met so many people that were cool, you know. Um it was just a crazy experience to be in that line. But nonetheless, the experience itself was worth waiting that hour because I saw mankind. I saw human beings being human beings because for once, whether you were rich, poor, black, white, Democrat, Republican, it didn't really matter. The fact remains we were all in the same situation. Nobody could buy their way out of it if they were rich and nobody could beg their way out of it if they were poor. So it just kind of equalized and uh, equalized the whole playing field and everyone else got along. And that's what, that's the one great thing I took from that. Yeah. And that's, and I think that might be, I don't know, I guess what I was saying a little bit about the world repositioning itself. Right. That's, I think that goes part of it. You know, that's, it's, I hate to say it, but it's like nine 11. It, it yeah. kind of just brings everybody yeah. together. Yeah, absolutely. You, kind of get a taste of like you know there's bigger things you know but it also shows you i think it also shows you the holes yeah. that we have too you know just like 9 11 did we thought we were untouchable and that showed us that we're not absolutely you know what i mean yes. and and this thing is showing us that you know what we have a lot of holes in our health care yeah a lot of holes in our society in general absolutely. And, and and holes in our media Okay, and everything needs to be hardcore looked at and fixed really quick. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I'm not really confident that any one of the individuals that's going to be our president here in the next, you know, year or whatever, Trump, Bernie or fucking Biden right. can do it. No, 
you know what I mean? It's it's my this is my problem with politics. It's like we're forced. We're not we're not we're <laughs> this is not you know what I mean? Yeah. This is not getting the best candidate. We are forced to choose what is there in front of us at the end of the fucking day. Right. And me personally, I can't do that because if I can't trust my neighbor across this across the way who my daughter plays with their kid all the time. Right. But I won't let her go in that house. <laughs> they live literally <laughs> across the way from me. People. Yeah. I will not let my daughter go in and play in that house. I need to see and hear her. Right. So if I'm not going to trust those people who I see every day and let my kid play with, what the, f- why should the fuck should I trust some complete stranger <laughs> that I don't know, doesn't know shit about me, you know, is only, ba- is only basing me off a of statistic. Right. You know, and my family and my needs and my wants, like, give me a fucking break. And and, and, I, and I agree with you. Here's the thing about that. You know, like we never talk politics on the show, but we're going to go to right now. Oh, yeah. There's candidates that are out there that if they had the same means, the same money as Bernie, as Joe, as Trump, you'd probably see one hell of a candidate. But there's candidates that can't afford to go up against the big guys, just like in business, just like in life in general. You know, the guys with the more toys wins. Yeah, exactly. And there's the flaw in the system there. And, you know, and that flaw. Special interest. Right. And that flaw has taken away from a chance for the Lakers to win the championship. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. We haven't. That has not yet been buried. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. Um, they're talking about resuming I mean? in June, which I, yeah, I kind of like crazy. that. It prolongs my money. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'm not eating beans and rice yet, but, you know, I'm cool. But uh, shout out to everybody who looked out for a brother, you know, like, hey, you all right? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's affected our day-to-day life. Hold on, hold on. What was my response? About what? What was my response to you? Because not everybody. Oh, I'm not repeating that. (laughs) (laughs) I like where I work, Paul. I'm not (laughs) repeating. I will tell everybody my response to this. As soon as Mark Cuban was giving airtime about what he did for his. Look, my man stepped up. My man stepped up. My man stepped up. And he's taking Did he? Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. We have a <laughs> I don't even know how I should say. I I will be taking a meeting uh probably after this is recorded, a couple of days after this is recorded, and we're gonna right. sort some so. things out. I hope so. In I all honesty, so. in all honesty, you know, as I said in the first segment, there's a couple of people, I will not put them on blast, but there's there's some staff that work at Staples Center. Honest to God, homeless live out of their cars and have 24-hour fitness um, memberships um, to shower. And and, and they have other jobs because, they, you know, like down on their luck or whatever. Those are the people I want taken care of first. Forget me. I'll be fine. I can go DoorDash. I can, you know, make a beat and sell it. Like, I'm okay. But those are the people I worry about. Like, get them first. Take care of them first and everybody else. I'm cool. Big shout out to Kevin Love. Yes. Zion Williamson. Yes. For being the two players the first two players <laughs> yes. to really step up and say hey i'm gonna give money to the staff yes every fucking player i mean come on man these people are making like what eight dollars to ten dollars an hour yeah yeah 40 41 games a year because they're only doing home games yeah and if you right? work at staples so, you're getting 80 well, you're getting like 140 yeah and stuff like that right but still i i, I guarantee you maybe 
maybe one of the, you know some of those people are making what maybe forty thousand a year if they're lucky. If they're lucky. If they're lucky. I don't even think it's so, near that. So much. literally, literally, a player from every team, <laughs> you know what I mean, could have donated probably a hundred grand, maybe even less. Dude, it's one gold necklace. It's one gold necklace to a player. Yeah, that's it. And and that's that was sad for me to see that not that not more teams and maybe they did. And we're just not hearing about it. I hope that's the case. I don't need it to be pumped up in my face. But of course. It, it really should have been, in my opinion, like every player should have just donated to take care of the, the people that work at the arena. And then I think it should have been the organization's uh, responsibility to make sure to take care of all the staff. Right. Like you guys and everything, you know, to make sure that those guys are taken care of. And, and, and I just I don't know why it's just like, you don't. I'm not saying again, you don't need to pump it up my face, right, of course. but it just didn't seem like a lot of teams were doing that. No, and, so. and that's the thing, you know, just like how the shutdown happened, the NBA was progressive, like, hey, we're shutting it down. You know, like Diddy on uh, making the band and close the studio. I don't think anybody <laughs> wanted to be the first, the, the no. first group to say, we're going to chance it though either, you no. know, and maybe prove everybody wrong. Like, yeah, I see we got through this and but I, everybody's fine. I like the NCAA you. was about to take that stance. Right. <laughs> At first they were like, we need shutting shit down. Yeah, yeah. But then when they saw other sports organizations, that's heat. That's yeah. you're feeling the hot breath and, and on the back of your neck. And I, you're like, all right, we're going to go ahead and do it too. Right. You know, I, I so. can tell you firsthand. All right. The last Kings game I worked, you know, like, you could hear the whole building. It, it felt like somber in there anyways. Yeah. It wasn't filled to capacity. It was two bad teams playing. I mean, I'm being honest. The Kings and the Senators, both are bad ho- hockey teams this year. But as the game's going on, you just hear a lot of murmurs in the crowd and you hear, <gasps> and all this other stuff. And I'm like, man, then my, my phone's blowing up. Like, did you hear about the NBA? And I'm like, looking like, nah. And then I look and I'm like, oh, damn, they canceled the season? Man, as soon as that happened, it was the second intermission at the game, and the people I was working with, they were like, this is probably our last game of the year. This is probably our last game. So let's just act accordingly. You know, We'll talk about it like in, during intermission. Shout out to Hall of Famer Nick Nixon and Daryl Evans, former Kings great. They handled it beautifully, and they told the hockey audience about the NBA and a possibility of the NHL shutting down. Now, I was like, okay, I could deal with the NBA. But then I'm like, oh, the NHL, ooh, that's 50% of my income right there. But yeah, right? <laughs> it scared the hell out of me as I'm working. But, you no, know. Yeah, that's not a good feeling. No, it's not. But, I mean, then they're like, oh, we'll suspend, maybe come back to it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So, once the NBA followed suit, NHL, right away, right away. They were like, yep, we got you. Because the NHL, they usually follow the NBA um, with how they do things. And so, it, I mean, for safety reasons, I get it. But I agree with you when it comes to, look, players, like, you guys will go gambling. I've seen them gamble in Vegas. And them cats be throwing out 250 grand, you know, at a table. And it's like, man, that's a necklace. They go to Jacob the Jeweler, or not even him no more, probably Ben Baller, and go get them a fat, you know, rope across their neck, costs 175 grand. Go without one necklace. Go without one crazy weekend out in Vegas. And donate it to the people that need it. I'm not even saying for me, bro. Like I'm really not. I hope that I hope that happened. I really do. I really hope that more players came, you know, up and and did that. And maybe we'll hear that down the road. An organization might give, you know, the NBA might give her a speech and say, you know, players came together and yeah, did that. But it just it just sucks that it didn't. You weren't hearing like 
right. a little bit more of it. I, I just felt like as soon I really thought as soon as Cuban said what he said, <laughs> you know, people like Balmer and, and guys like that that have big bucks, we're mm-hmm. gonna follow suit like immediately, like no questions asked. Like, yeah, we'll worry about the details later, but we're gonna do the same thing. But and it was like crickets. <sighs> right now it, it was like nobody else was saying anything, and then love comes out. Right. And I'm just like, dude, it took a fucking player. I I agree. I agree with that. I think things were slow, but you know, and and this isn't company man talking. This is just somebody that kind of knows a few things. Honestly, yeah. God, you know, they went into like battle mode as soon as at that Kings I, game. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You they see, probably yeah. started search strategy, looking yep. at the funds. What can yep. we do? What can we, yeah, yeah, I get and, it. Yeah, because I mean, during nine eleven and all that other stuff, these same organizations gave money, and. They're just looking for a contingency plan because Staples Center, you know, there's a – I mean, I don't want to even get too much into it because I don't want to be out of a job. But, look, they stepped up. I think Kevin Love, I give him and, and Zion the most credit and Mark dude, Cuban. Zion is but, crazy. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take oh, care of everybody. I'm like, dude, you're a rookie. rookie. A rookie. A rookie. Yeah. And that's the thing. It should not take a player to do that. I think it's ownership that should do it. But, you know, eventually people are stepping up and, like, in every team now, it's like, hey, you know, we'll take care of the staff. Because, yeah, like I was saying yeah. a second ago, the staff are the people that help them out when they when they get into the arena and leave the arena. You know, exactly, you know the vendors that are that are going up and down the, the stairs exactly. all night long with those heavy things of popcorn and soda, and and feeding the people. Um, the 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 ushers that that work their ass off. Like shout out to my man Robin. Shout out to my man Vince. I know they listen to the podcast and they're gonna be like, "You was a fool talking crazy about bombers and stuff." <laughs> like they gonna put me on blast. But but like those are the people that I care about and think about, and, and I know a lot of their stories. You know. Yeah. And I just I'll say it. And I don't care if I get in trouble for it. There's some ushers, you know, on top of being homeless that, like, are diabetic and can't, like, eat because that's their second job and they yeah. don't have time. So I'll sneak up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a bag of chips and soda or some water, you know, and those are the ones that I feel bad for. Like, I know at least 20 of them right now are like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And three of them for sure living in a car. So, I mean... Yeah. It's just crazy times with this whole coronavirus thing, and I just really hope that, you know, we're not worried about making money off, you know, or profiting off of this and or a cure or anything. Just just take care of it. Take care of people that need it, and let's get back to normalcy because if we don't, people are going to start freaking out. Gun sales are, like, at an all-time high right now. You can't even find Top Ramen. Dude, three weeks ago, I was buying a whole bunch of that stuff because my kids like it. I mean – with with me and everything I, I i agree with you in some aspects like i want people to you know definitely be cautious right you know don't be don't be stupid about stuff and that goes with everything from right. buying buying supplies to making sure you know your hygiene's in check yeah. but also man everybody stay like diligent on fucking reading and researching yes and stuff because what the media is feeding us and what our health uh officials are feeding us right are it, it, it's so night and day and it flips and it changes and it you know that it's like what's really going on you know what i mean and right and you can get into a lot of, of personal opinions and and, and uh, cons- conspiracy theories if you want um i i am one of those people i i do dig deeper i do look into things deeper right than than just you know what's on the surface um and to me, this is something bigger than just some sort of little virus. I think this is, you know, we got one story that says it was a, a bat. <laughs> you yeah, know, someone a bat. Get into a bat. Yeah, we have China another story that soup. says it yeah. was uh, 
a biological weapon that got stolen out of Canada and, you know, transferred to Wuhan and some shit went down and someone dropped it, you know, some shit yeah. like that. I've heard, I've heard some different stories and it's like, which one is it? We, we'll never, we'll never know the truth. I mean, you'll never know. You'll never, you'll never know. know. No one will ever tell and us. Even, even the one that they run with is going to be probably watered down. Even if that is the truth, right? That's probably going to be watered down to some extent because if they go into great detail, you know, your average uh, high school educated kid that maybe had a 3.0 could probably figure it out, right? You know what I mean? It's like, and heaven forbid, you know, you you want that <laughs> that light, like you're supposed <laughs> to be the top, you know, person in the world when it comes to this sort of thing. But me personally, I have read some stuff and I am keeping my eye on things and I do talk to people uh, who have you know, a, a lot of different insight and stuff. And so I'm just not convinced. Now I know people who are nurses and doctors are going to say something completely different mm -hmm. because they're, they're seeing people come in, uh, you know, and, and dealing with stuff. But man, from what, from what I've read, that can, I could go into a whole long, uh, show on that. And that's why I want people to read. Like, right. please read articles and read scientific studies on this stuff and read what every doctor says, not just the ones who are saying, oh, it's a fucking problem. Mm -hmm. Read the ones that people say that it's not, right. too, because you'll see similarities in the same hypothesis of what they're coming up to, mm -hmm. but it's done differently. Like, the approach was done differently. Certain things were ignored, you know, on both sides. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying just one, but both sides, and, and everybody needs to be up on that because... The power lies in us. It doesn't lie in our government to take care of us. It lies in us mm -hmm. to take care of us. You know what I mean? I do. So, and then people need to understand that because we are slowly giving away freedoms for the government to handle our fucking problems. And mm -hmm. this is one of them right now. Everybody's looking for the government to come up with what right now? A vaccine. Right. All right. And they're going to push that shit through and they're going to rush it without any safety studies without anything we're going to be the guinea pigs everybody we're going to be the safety studies as they fucking test it over and over and over to find which out you know which one works and by that time you're going to have a lot of people injured a lot of people who probably died from the vaccine but you won't ever know it mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's just scary because we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and allow all that shit because of this hysteria because of the panic and everything exactly. and, and it... i and i really hope that's not the case. Right. Um, that's my wish in humanity is that we grow <laughs> smarter to start challenging the status quo because that's not getting us by anymore. No, exactly. And, and that's the thing, you know, having worked in the media and having worked in, for a news station, you know, they, they force feed a lot, a lot of information. It's force oh, fed. Fuck yeah. And, you know, and look, all I want out of all this, well, besides to get my job back. Is, yeah, right. is for people to be able to live normally. I want to be able to go get green onions and not wait 45 minutes in line. Exactly. I want to be able right. to go to a bar. Exactly. I want to go to a bar and have a drink with my friends. I want to exactly. be able to go to a fast food joint and be able to sit down inside and not have yeah. to do the drive through I mean, we just need to get back to normalcy. You know, I want to take my kids to Disneyland. Like, that's hard, I, that's hard that's to do. That's all we want though, back. Wait. That's hard to do, though, when when you got, you know, you turn on the TV and they're saying, OK, we need to stop, you know, mass gatherings of a thousand more people. And so, OK, let's get rid of, uh, you know, sporting events. And now yeah. it's now it's down to 50. Yeah. Now we can't have 50 or more people. So now it's bars and restaurants and shit. Yep. And like, gyms. OK. Like, yeah. When, when it's getting down to those numbers, shouldn't we see people like dropping like fucking flies outside? 
Well, that's I mean, that's, yeah, but but then yeah, the, that's kind of what you're telling me by that but the, statistic is like. But they're gonna counter you know that I mean? and say the reason why they're not dropping like flies is because it's fifty or less. So I mean, they're always gonna well, it's always gonna be that way, you know. And I it, think I think I read something today, or Joanne, I should say, read today that Joanne Italy, is his lady friend. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that Italy just confirmed like. 300 plus i don't know if it was 300 plus more cases yeah 300 plus more deaths and i said italy's locked down like a fucking prison right now yeah. how the fuck are they having more shit happen over there yeah, so there there's a hole okay there's a hole because we've been told it's not airborne you know this is only something you can catch off of droplets and stuff like that sneezing coffee and shit like that right but if people are locked up like in a prison in italy and they are locked up they are. You know what I mean? No like they're in their fucking home singing the national anthem to try to, you know what I mean? Right. So how are they fucking still having issues like that? I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, those are the things that you really need to get through to the American people or, or not to the American people, but to society. Society. In and, general, and, yeah. you know, and, and be honest, you know, and just say like, we don't know. Like maybe we're, we, maybe this is fucking something, but it's like, they're going to hold that info until the last minute. And, and by that time, I think the panic and the and all that stuff is taken over. So now anything you say is going to be with a grain of salt. Right. And, you know, it's like when you, if you probably would have shared a little bit out in the beginning, that probably would have put a good portion of people at ease. Right. You know, absolutely. And, and so, you know, so well, that's my opinion, though. I can be completely and that's why, way off. And that's why I, I like having you on. And I like to get a side of somebody that, you know, has a strong opinion. You know, me. I'm not so much strong opinion, dude. As I mean, I, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say and not be afraid to say it. Ninety percent of the things, you know, Steve Ballmer, <coughs> I, I love you. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but in, in, in all seriousness, it's I've never been scared of a lot of things. The only things I'm really scared of are God, the IRS, and old school Mike Tyson <laughs> with three BB and Suge Knight on a good day. <laughs> but the thing is when your freedoms are taken away behind something that you personally cannot control other than to do the things you know was best it's a little scary and the thing that I don't like P about all of this the one thing I really don't like about all of this other than people showing their selfish side and you know in order for this to work you can't hoard everything you know both right. everyone needs to use soap how right. the hell have people been living this long without toilet paper and soap? Like, come on! Like, I, look, I'm a, I'm not OCD, but I have Purell in my car because when I go pump gas, who the hell knows who's been touching what? So I clean my hands all the time. You know, I make sure I'm always clean. I never touch the um the escalator and never touch the handrail. That's disgusting. Like I've been mm. like that forever, but now all of a sudden people just oh I need Purell, I need hand soap. I need to wash my ass. Like I don't understand it. That's what freaks me out. Right. I mean, germ, aren't germs supposed to be good for us too? I yeah. mean, like we're supposed to be catching this stuff so that our immune systems grow right. stronger and and be able to battle it the next time we come in contact. But like, so when you put people into a quarantine so that they don't catch it, that worries me to a certain extent. Because sure, if it is if it is something, and you're not letting people like get immune to it, you know, in some way, shape, or fashion, then when it comes back around it's probably going to be worse. Right. You know what I mean? Or it's going to hit us worse. So I, those are the questions that like, I don't hear being answered. Like, why are we stopping 
people from getting this. Another question I have six months ago, we had a, a measles was coming back. Oh, oh shit, course. here comes measles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody watch out. Here comes measles. Has anybody heard about fucking measles since nope. coronavirus no. came out? <laughs> oh, you ain't heard shit, bro. <laughs> measles, what's why? that? Because, because <laughs> that, fu- you know, why? Because that shit got nixed. Right. Because what they were hoping that was going to cause didn't happen. It, it didn't happen, right. You know what I mean? And there, there's where I'm starting to feel like, here's the underlying issue. We had a vaccine for measles. They were thinking it was coming back because of the anti-vaxxers. It didn't spread. It didn't kill as many people as they fucking were probably hoping it would so that they could say, see, <laughs> this is why we need this vaccine. But now they have something that there's no vaccine for. Right. And if, you know what I mean? So if they don't have a vaccine for it, now they have something that when they do have a vaccine for, they can say, see, you know what I mean? Right. And so I just think this is all just a, a ploy and a play to a certain expense. Maybe it is something that's serious, but I think the powers to be big pharma shit like that, they're definitely fucking using this and they're definitely putting a spin on it. And, and I just don't trust anything. <laughs> you know, I don't trust <laughs> anything right now on right. it. Because to me, I don't think we fully know anything. No, we really don't. We're still in the infancy stages. But you know what? This is exactly why I love having you on, man. You pull no punches. You tell. No. You speak your mind. All right. And the one I, thing I've read too many articles. I've done too much <laughs> research. So, so you'll be no. shocked. You'll be shocked to see the the same wording over and over and over in in articles that all relate to something, but are all written by different people. Bro, when but we... the wording's there. The word, all the wording's there. It's like, wow, man, somebody's onto something. Something's there that's giving everybody the same outlook, even though maybe their opinion's different on it. Right. But I read a lot of stuff, and so it, that's that's my view on it. And I just so, don't be surprised, you know. Well, I'm surprised you don't have a damn podcast yet. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> <laughs> You're spewing all this this knowledge, bro. You need know, to get right? you a podcast. You know, you don't want to be like on my podcast. Like you should have of your own. I do. Oh. Of course I do. I would, <laughs> I would. I would. I'd rather be on something original from the ground up that becomes something than to be a part of something that was, you know, my man. Check know, is in whatever. the mail. That. For sure. <laughs> well, For sure, I'm gonna tell you right now, this funky ass virus is not gonna keep me from hanging out. You know, I'll no, be. In, I'll be in San Diego. I'm not afraid, man, because it ain't gonna be in my <laughs> car unless it's those old cherry coke bottles that might have it from you know (laughs) not cleaning my car out but p look we're gonna get our basketball back i hope so no i I, i'm telling you we are it's probably gonna be in front of an an empty arena playing each game but play the games play the games you know i'll risk my life to engineer those games okay i'm ready for it (laughs) but i think you know with all that said and done we'll be back to normalcy and things will be right you know and look I can't wait to see. These players are going to be fresh, ready to go. Like Matt Barnes said, it's going to be a playoff we've never experienced because everybody got like two months of rest. So it's going to I be. I hope so. I hope that's the case. There should be nobody taking any days off. No. When this comes back on. Nope. You better play six in a row. <laughs> but the, sure. the collective bargaining agreement won't let that happen. But P, <laughs> <laughs> it's fact. There's a lot of language in that thing. But man, hey, look! Thank you for coming on. Thank you for thank you for, for spitting that knowledge. And uh, you know, anytime you want to come on and and spit your truth, dog, you're always welcome. You family, you know that. I appreciate it, man. Hello, everybody. You listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake? This is the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Bye, everybody. 
<laughs> okay, P Dub just speaking his truth, man, and he got a little deep there. <laughs> Wasn't expecting politics, but hey, man, with the homie P Dub, you never know. So I'm not gonna talk y'all's head off anymore. I don't even want to say the damn word, um, virus or corona or anything like that. I'm gonna land this plane now, and we're gonna end the program. Um, but I do want to say one thing. Yeah, I got a little heavy here with this, and we got political, but we're going to go back to normal. I'm not head in the sand, obviously, and if I talk about something that's affecting the world, I'm going to touch on it, but I'm not going to make it, you know, the, the the main theme of the show. It's You don't tune in for that. You want to escape. I mean, hell, we can't go anywhere do anything, so why do you want to turn on the Big Brother Jake podcast and hear about everything you can't do again? But it's life, it's reality, and that's the, the world we're living in right now. And I am a man of the people, and I live my life just like you do. And I just wanted to give you my take on what I experienced throughout this whole ordeal. So let's just hope they find a cure and we can get back to our normal lives and I can just run and get green onions to make my world-famous uh, fried rice that... A lot of y'all haven't tried yet. And, and I have to stand in line an hour, for an hour. Or I can take my kids to Disneyland and not worry about it. Or I can go to a restaurant or a bar and socialize with my friends. I want to get back to normalcy. We all do. So let's do our part. Stay home. Not go out. Try to support the mom and pop spots. If you need to run to the store, don't buy an excess. Let's, let's do that, okay? And, and most of all, let's love one another and be kind to one another. You ain't got to love everybody, but be kind. Be respectful. If an elderly person, let them cut in line. Let them cut in line. Don't hoard everything. Help them out. Okay? Enjoy what freedoms you still have. Because a lot of them were taken from us by a virus. Keep in mind, be humble. We've all been humbled by this one way or the other. So, yes, I know. I think it's four shows in a row now that the independent music spotlight has been pushed back. But since I'm going to be working from home half the time, I will uh, crank out more episodes. Why the hell not, right? we be in this together. <laughs> so, yes, independent music spotlight coming. I promise, for those that are into that, I promise it's coming. And a lot more episodes. Trying to get to that 100th episode, and uh, we can celebrate that. Hopefully, things are back to normal by then. If not, I'll wait. Then we'll prolong it and celebrate like the 142nd episode or something. And call it the 100th. <laughs> Anyways, so that's all happening. Next episode of the Music Spotlight. Unless something breaks, and I'm going to report on it. Show that love and that kindness. Spread joy and happiness, not fear and anger, okay? Until next week, I say to you and yours, You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.